All right, you all, you need to come and listen to The Sci-Files. They do have other shows, but The Sci-Files, that's the one you want to hear. We are on the Anchor Media platform, and you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So again, this is Axel, The Sci-Files. Sunday, 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 The Sci-Files. saving Donnie Wahlberg, ladies and gentlemen. There is no saving Donnie Wahlberg. Not from Saw 2, 3, or 4. Nope. You know, I don't think he was in 3. He was only in 2 and 4. Yeah, I think it was just 2 and 4. Because um, they, they kind of made you believe it. maybe he was still alive and doing other stuff. <laughs> you know? Or maybe not. He was fucking... He was definitely captive, that's for sure. Because nobody was going to give him a fucking inch. Especially not Jake's hair. Alright, so welcome back to the Casket Cast. You know where we are. We're not too far to, hard to find. But hey, spread the fucking word. How about that? How about, like, tell some of your friends? Tell all of your friends. Be like, dude, you like horror? Well, so do these guys. Tell your friends. You know what your mom has in common with five black cocks and a joke? Your mom doesn't like jokes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's been one of my favorite jokes. I'm sorry, that was fucking great. Uh, Anyways, we're supposed to be talking about Predator, because we went and saw that shit in the motherfucking theater. But before we get to Predator, let's just take a moment to really appreciate and soak up the joy. That is Olivia Munn. That is <laughs> Olivia Munn. So, the fucked up thing is, I had that deja vu moment during the fucking movie. Yeah. I was like, I've seen this. This has happened before. It's like it's like it's like the Predator movie we've always wanted until a couple things happened. Until a couple things. Well, the thing I didn't like is they were trying to disprove the name Predator. Well, they were, they did have a point. They did have a point, but yeah. it's called the '80s. We didn't. It was a cool name, dude. Yeah, it was a cool name. And we all voted Predator sounds cooler, and they even said it in the fucking movie. Yeah, <clears throat> I like the. My... And the funny thing is that black guy, who was that part? Oh, though, yeah. in um. Uh, uh, Hotel Artemis. He's the lead black dude in Hotel Artemis. Is he? Yes. You going? know where I saw him first? First thing I ever saw him in? Supernatural. Ah. See, I was thinking of Keegan-Michael Key. Supernatural, helping a brother out, by the way. I was thinking of Keegan-Michael Key, the, the lighter skin one. The one oh, yeah. The fucking Mad TV, duh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tons of Mad How about TV. Key or Peel? Peel or Key? Yeah. <laughs> key Peel. Key, peel Key. And It'll it was so funny to see the Punisher in that movie, the shitty Punisher, by the way. And and this is gonna sound racist to everybody who has sensitivity issues, and we don't apologize for that at all. So, for the longest time, when Keen Peel came out as a show, I didn't know which was which until, and I mean I mean this in sincerity too. Get out. 
I didn't know this until, yeah, until Get Out, because Jordan Peele was the one that directed it. So here I'm like thinking, which one? Oh, that's Peele. No, okay. that's Peele. <laughs> I okay. couldn't tell they're both black, okay? No, I'm just... I just well, no, one's cut. They're not... Neither uh, of them are really that black. Not really. I mean, Jordan Peele's like uh, half. I mean, you know, bi you know, biochemically, he's, he's, he's a black. He's half lazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why all these black people on TV, they're on TV because they're half white. They have some initiative. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah, the, um, but yeah, watching that and... Not even checking credits, you know. I probably because I, because when I saw like Keanu, I could have checked the credits. It's like, all right, which one's which? I can't figure this out. I could have checked it then, but no, I waited. <laughs> no, I waited. I, I waited. This shit. I waited until another movie came out. And I was like, hey, what's this? Wow, what's this? This is fucking weird. So, but anyways, the movie starts out. Well, how the fuck did it start out? So basically, it starts off. In the woods. Um, well, actually, not not really even in the woods. In space. In space, yeah, in, in space space. So, some shit happens. You get the regular, classic-looking Predator. Yeah. I am sorry, before I even get into the movie, there are two things I did not like about this movie. And we'll state them right now, because we know the show, everybody knows the show's more about positivity. Let's get the bullshit out of the way first. An 11 foot tall CGI fucking goddamn predator is a spit in the face of fucking Stan Winston. Fuck yeah. I mean, we didn't need fucking CGI predator in the other movies. And, you know, they. They were I, huge and big and intimidating all in the same way. Yeah, but. I mean, especially like the movie Predators. Like the, the one that. The original guy, dude, was like 6'7, six, 6'8. Six, he was intimidating as fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, take it back to they like. Could've, they could have. Yeah, take it back to the. They could have, like. Got a really big guy and done camera angles. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Is like go back to the movie Predators with Adrian Brody. Remember the the one that was like fucking huge, mm -hmm. like the really tall one. Yeah, they could have got that. They could have got Tyler Maine. He's almost seven foot tall. Mm -hmm. You know, if they wanted a really tall fuck, give it give a guy a job. You know, he'll sit down and it's probably cheaper than putting all that prosthetics and shit on. It's probably cheaper than fucking. An eleven foot tall. Don't give me that yeah. uh, that CGI one. Look good. It looked it good. It yeah. looked good. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It had some cool. It had some. At cool least features. I could see him, unlike fucking Predator Requiem. See, I was okay. Or AVP Requiem, which was oh, way too yeah. dark, and you couldn't even see the the hybrid fucking. Yeah. That uh, was... Even though I did like the one scene where the hybrid goes in and fucking goes to the paternity ward, maternity ward, whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. I don't have kids. I don't fucking know. <laughs> paternity, maternity, maturity ward. Yeah, whatever the fuck they call it. And he goes in and he fucking puts the all the eggs and and all the pregnant women. That was fucking beautiful. Yeah, I can barely see that though. I remember Requiem. I was like, that I movie, bought it on Blu-ray. You know, going, for, oh, it's supposed to look better. No, it doesn't. And for as sensitive as shit has gotten, that scene would never fly. That scene, Fox, Disney would have Fox up on the fucking hook for that scene. If that it's happened. rated R. Olivia Munn gets nude, and I don't get to see anything. That's my third complaint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? I don't know. She's, okay, so there's a scene where she's in some, like... Uh, oh, yeah, and the retarded kid who's autistic we didn't like either. Yeah, that was dumb. Um, who ends up cussing in front of his father and doesn't get beat, you know? And his, dad, his dad's like a military motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, well, kids today, you know? Yeah, kids today. Yeah, you can't really beat up the autistic kid, but weird trope about... Autistic kids having, like, the special key to shit. And... Autistic kids. Some kids are just fucking retarded. Yeah. But apparently if you throw them in a movie and Predators, they're fucking geniuses. That is true, and it's kind of... 
think no, I don't mean to sound bad or anything, but well, I do. But <laughs> we work with people with autism. I mean, not that doesn't give us a license to make fun of them, but it's not gonna stop us. So. I know it's just. Honestly, we see the research. We, the maybe re if you want to give your kid shots, maybe he wouldn't be autistic. You know, uh, fuck you, Jenny McCarthy. Um, oh damn! <laughs> not a doctor. <laughs> nope, not a doctor, but. But I play one on television. <laughs> I've always wanted that excuse in life, by the way. I'm not a doctor. But I play one on TV, and I murder a lot of people. On TV. But, anyways, back to the beginning of the movie. Comes to start out in space. Got the one. Ugh. Yeah, they got they got one predator and shit and fucking and lockup. Mm-hmm. And he ends up escaping. Manages not to... murdering the living man because he's naked and too fucking hot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's not a threat except for in bed. <laughs> well, no, they had the beginning where he crashed and that one military dude was there. Yeah. The bad guy with the robotic arm from Logan. Yeah. He did a good job. Yeah, I did. You know what I love seeing? Dexter's X. Oh, fucking, um... Uh, Julie Benz? No. Oh, the other one. Yeah. Um, Lila? Yeah. No, not Lila. Oh, okay. She the, was the wife. The blonde? Yeah. Ah. That was What's-Her-Face from Dexter. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, she looks way different now. Mm-hmm. Well, she's been raising Dexter's kid, you know? Yeah, she's responsible now. Um, and they autistic. She's not yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Harry, you'll never have to leave. <laughs> I'll be taking care of you forever. <laughs> but the crew of Insane Guys was great. Oh, fuck yeah. All those guys were awesome. Thomas James, it was weird for me seeing him in a movie. When I haven't seen him in a long fucking time. That was the weird part for me. They should have thrown him in Meg. Yeah. Because he was in Deep Blue Sea. Huh. It's like, why not? It's kind of the mix mash. And so, with, that, with everything said, the other thing was the fact that we got a great directing team and writing team. He was in it. He did a great job. Best jokes of the fucking movie. Yeah, a lot. He was definitely perfect comic relief. Mm. Oh, I love when they both shot each other. Oh, that was great. Because they're basically like, um, like cellmates for life in a sense. The guy's name was uh, fucking Gaylord. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy was a good guy, too. Yeah, most of the cast was really decent. Um, I like the Predator puppies. Yes. They were adorable, by the way, especially after you gave him a lobotomy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he basically, like, fucked, yeah, fucked up his one, one of their brains and made him a puppy. The fact they kind of look like the Demogorgons from fucking um, Stranger Things, you notice that? <laughs> yeah. No, hopefully. Look at more of a budget. <laughs> Anybody doubting this movie. So, it does have its negatives. We've, we've uh, listed that at the top of the hour, or top of our show. But... Here are some of the positives. If you're fans of classic horror, the director 
of Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps wrote this fucking movie, okay? Fred Decker. So, if you're gonna wanna love or hate anything about this movie, blame it on him. But, I think he did a great job. And the guy who directed it, um, I believe it's the guy who... Shane I'm Black? A, yeah, Shane Black. He was... Hey, it's the same guy that did The Nice Guys. Mm -hmm. I love that movie, by the way. He did Iron Man 3 and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So, not as many things as I thought he did. But, I like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's a good movie. But yeah, back to that whole naked naked mun scene where she's in the fucking... Um, when the predator escapes and she has to hide and she's naked. And she hides in that weird quarantine thing where she has to take off all her clothes to sit in the thing. Um, well, I don't know if the steam in there threw the heat signature off. Mm, probably. She had they never really explained that. She had a lot of hiding to do. And I think with the fact that she was sitting there naked, curled up in a ball, that was probably the only reason why the predator let her go. Mm -hmm. You wasn't like, a threat. Like, yeah, you're not worth it. Until later when she gets a gun. <laughs> Starts chasing him across the roof with a fucking train gun. That was the part where I had deja vu. Mm. Because I'd seen that before in a dream. Like two years ago. With Olivia Munn? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty vivid. I mean, I usually just think about Olivia Munn anyway, but... It was in a dream. Mm. And the thing is, I was mad. I remember waking up mad. I was like, why wasn't Olivia naked? <laughs> it's my dream. I want my dream for Olivia Munn to be naked. Uh, Sorry, Olivia. I love you. Um, I know, I just, <laughs> and fuck Aaron Rodgers, by the way. <laughs> he ain't the champ. <laughs> and she runs across, and he gets away, and... The team, the, the fucking handicapped team on the bus, of course, is in the bus. Yeah, they managed to fucking stop shit. Uh-huh. I like how they basically take over that fucking bus, too. That was pretty great. He's like, what are you in here for? Because I saw an alien land. <laughs> They're like, ha-ha, you are crazy. And then they see the fucking alien 20 feet away from them. <laughs> it's so crazy like, you anymore. believe me now? Mm-hmm. Now he's the most sane guy on the bus. <laughs> but normally when they're in the bus like that, that's when fucking Key had the greatest joke in the entire fucking movie. And they help Olivia Munn. Predator. How did that Predator? Oh yeah, the Predator gets away. But it does get away. Yeah, and the autistic kid has the mask because his father, when the plane originally crashed at the beginning of the movie, sent him that shit. So he can. So he he's basically fucking with them the whole time. Mm -hmm. So he's able to communicate with them. He understands the the patterns and the system that they work with. Cause he's autistic. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna make a movie and make Ricky the smartest motherfucker in the movie. But he can be. No, he can't. Once everybody actually meets him, yay! Have <laughs> to meet Ricky in real life. Yeah, you can. Your, your, all your disillusions about um, people with uh, any mental handicap is completely, like, fucking dissolved. Out the fucking window. So, yeah, the, the, one of the themes I really liked in the movie was the fact that they kept the comedy up. Um, it kind of reminded... Thomas Jane with all his autism? Or his uh, Tourette's? Yeah, his Tourette's. His Tourette's were great. 
like they almost felt like selective Tourette's too, didn't they? It's like he, he had, just happened to say the perfect shit right as he heard stuff, something that made him mad or whatever. He's like, ah, cut balls. Uh, and I gotta say too, one of my other favorite things about this film is the fact that they don't care about any, like the government doesn't care about anything else. They just want... That technology. Yeah, they want the technology. I, I like the fact that when they had the Predator strapped down, like, did they really think they were going to keep him there very long? No, here's the thing that gets me. They knew the Predator was friendly. Yeah. Why were they strapping him down? No shit. Yeah, they had pretty much spot-on intelligence about mm -hmm. the whole thing. And they treated him like a fucking prisoner. Yeah. He wasn't trying. He broke the fuck out and killed the fuck out. Had some beautiful deaths breaking the fuck out, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Just smashed some fucking skulls and... Ripping out spines. And not as good as that one super predator, super duper predator oh, ripped God. his out with. Like when Jesus. they finally meet up and he gets his mask, or he's about gets his mask from the kid. But by the way, the kid takes the mask that he got from his father from the alien crash landing and takes it out for Halloween. That was probably the funniest thing. Oh yeah, we're talking, boom! <laughs> yeah, it's like as soon as anybody fucks with him, the fucking mask reacts and it's got like the guns. It's got that little gun mini thing. guns yeah. on the sides, dude. Like, beep, 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 boom. And they're able to fuck shit up too. It's really I will funny. say this: did they did they have the big explosion thing with on the arm? It, it looks like they were trying to get to it, but then the, but then the predator, um, that got captured, he ended up getting his arm cut off, and then he lost the arm. Super Uber Predator didn't do it at all. Like he he didn't actually try to eviscerate the world or, you know, blow up his, his whereabouts. But well, that's the thing I don't get about the Predator. They're cool, the, they're not. They're cool, they're not. They're cool, they're not. They're cool, they're not. They're co Number yeah. one, they're not cool. Number two, fucking Danny Glover beats them all. They hand him a gun. They're cool. Then yeah. they go to, what, AVP finally? Yeah. After that, they're cool. Alien versus Predator, they're not cool. Predators, they're not cool. Hmm. This one, first one comes, he's cool. <laughs> the other one comes, not cool. Make up your fucking mind, Predators. I don't get you. You're like a fucking millennial woman. <laughs> I don't get it. You're cool or you're not. Get it fucking through your head. Yeah. it's And it, like, you own... Supposedly, if we're going by the AVPs as well, like, you own this fucking planet before we were fucking here. So yeah. why the fuck would you want the planet after we're gone? Yeah, no shit. There's no, nothing here. I know. Nothing worth taking. The other thing that was that was the thing they were waiting for because we only have like supposedly like one, two, or three or four generations left before the planet is done with us. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Before we fuck ourselves. So basically, the 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 timeline in Jason X is probably correct on how long we're going to be here. Uh huh. Hopefully, we get our shit straight. It's funny how that. Jason X is always right. Um, isn't it though? Oh God! Speaking of Jason, so I sent um, Stavro. And a bunch of people, this really funny pic that I found online. Oh. It's it's Jason Voorhees wearing the Infinity The gauntlet. Clothes. Yeah, the gauntlet that Thanos had. And it's got all the stones in it. The gif I saw originally had Jason doing this. Okay, or he was, like, moving his hand back and forth, just checking out the fucking glove. And you think Jason would probably be the guy who just kept activating it. Over and over and over again. But here's the bubble burster. 
Jason was a retard? Jason wouldn't be able to. Because Thanos had to sacrifice somebody he loved, and Jason lost the only person he ever loved when he was young. So he would never be able to do what Thanos did to activate the the Infinity Stones on the Gauntlet. So that would be the only sh- that would be the only whole shot in that picture. Otherwise, the picture is just fucking amazing. Because what would Jason do with that glove? Just keep killing people over and over and over. What did he do with that glove? He gave me a little pre-cum. That's what he did. Yeah, he would just keep killing people over and over and over again until he was down to just a few people left, and then he killed those people by himself. Yeah. Just, you know. Except for if they were telekinetic. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> if, mm. they, if they were in a, if, if if they Tina, if they were one of the Avengers, maybe I'd probably sadly be though. That is one of the most frowned upon Jason movies, other than five or one. Seven? Yeah. I love seven. Yeah, because it goes all Freddy Krueger on you a little bit. Yeah, he gives his ass kicked a little bit. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you kind of need that, you know? It's like. He throws a roof on his fucking ass. <laughs> She's like, hey, fuck you, take this. Here's a chair, here's a couch, here's kinda, a plant, here's a. I kind of wish the original ending that they showed on the, um, on the, on the special features of the box set. I kind of wish that that alternate ending had been put in. You know, I really wish they would have kept all the blood in the fucking movie. Yeah, that would have been nice, too. Like the party favor one? Yeah. They took out two seconds of blood. That's it. What the fuck was up with the MPAA back then? What's with the MPAA ratings now? Yeah. Anyways, let's go on to the MPAA rating system with Predators. Ah, anyways, farted. Um, So... So, did this movie feel like an R-rated movie to you? Mm-hmm. Not really. No. That was the that was my other complaint. Now, if I would have seen Olivia Munn's boobies, that would have been different, different picture. Extremely different picture. Because me and Ryan would have been rubbing the fuck out in the movie theater. Yeah, we've been helping each other out. Helping a bro out. Uh, helping a brother out, HBO nigga. <laughs> Double Dutch Rudders all night long. Uh... But it was a good movie. They, the only thing I didn't like, I just didn't like the CGI guy. I didn't like when they went to the other ship. Yeah. And then he's like, we're going to steal the next generation of Predator, which is an autistic kid. Yeah, the, the autistic kid is the... And then the father jumps on the ship. The next evolution, and it's just so weird. And he's the only one smart enough to lay the fuck down... I know everybody else gets their fucking shit cut off. Alabama? No. Alabama straight jumped into the rudder, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's like, this is better than a bullet. <laughs> but then that one, like, uh, religious guy got his legs lopped off oh, and falls to the ground. Like, oh, you finally got to see the, the, the technology of their invisibility cloak on their ships. Yeah. Up close and personal, which was fucking cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was weird that it chopped stuff off. I, like, I, like, when did they get... Now I know where Wakanda stole their shit from, you know? <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the Wakandans got... Uh, yeah, maybe they got the fucking that material from the Predators. You, you know what? Avengers 4, they win finally. Predator comes down, kills them all. <laughs> that should be the end. Yeah. That should be the end. Rips out all their spines, takes them back to Predator land. 
But the only one that really truly survived would be like Captain Marvel. And then as they get back to Predator Land, he's like, I don't know why they call me Predators. We're not Predators. <laughs> We're hunters. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They're, they're straight up hunters, okay? They're doing it for sport. Like when you go kill a deer, you consider yourself a predator? No. You're hunting. We don't call it predatoring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, predators in the wild hunt for survival. Those creatures hunt for fun. I like that one guy. He's like, we voted. We're going with Predator. It's just cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds cooler. <laughs> and that douchebag got it pretty bad, too. Oh, yeah. And then Key and uh, Thomas Jane shooting each other as they're both dying anyways. That was fucking beautiful. That was pretty funny. Uh, Overall, this wasn't a bad movie. No, it wasn't. It was It was fun to watch. It just had some stupid It was better shit. than AVP Requiem. Yes. Yeah, it was way fucking better. Because, like, ABP Requiem... I gotta say, it's the... Even though it was an R-rated movie, it just didn't do it. It, it was the fifth best Predator. In my opinion. Isn't that all there is? There's six. Oh, because you can't... One, two, AVP, AVP Requiem. I can't say those. They got Predators in them, people. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, then Predators. Then Predators, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, that movie was great. Like, yeah. that actually is might be my second favorite behind yeah. Predator 2. Yeah, Predator... It's not Arnold. It's not number one, you pieces of shit. Yeah, just because he's in the original doesn't mean it has to be the best. 2 had the coolest fucking story. And it's the weirdest painting of 1999 ever. Because, <laughs> like, we live 1999 now. Oh, like, yeah, but I, this was back I, in 1992 when only 99 yeah. was seven years away. And yeah. we're like, is I just, that how bad it's going to get? Yeah, I didn't see the Jamaicans <laughs> and the Puerto Ricans getting into wars. You know, that was kind of weird. But <laughs> Oh, and Bill Paxton? He got Bill Paxton's spine, bitches. Fuck yeah. That's how he actually died, by the way. Um, one thing I do think was kind of cool was the serum they were making. They're, like, they're taking fucking, uh, you know, like, basically adrenal glands from people and shit and making a serum out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the strongest fucking guys. But these are the most, these were the most worthy adversaries. And we want all their skulls. And we're going to take all their fucking fluids right out of their spine. That, I thought, was pretty cool. Yeah, um, that was a good aspect of the movie. Yeah. That might make it better than AVP. Yeah, because I had a little bit of the. the, 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 and the little... reason I liked AVP is because I really liked the black chick in it. Um, <laughs> God, what's her name? She's so cute. Uh, oh, I know. She's in a uh, new TV show on Netflix. Which one? Oh, um, I know which one. Um, I actually put it in my. Uh, I put it in my uh, queue. It's the one where you basically at the beginning she just shaves all her hair off. Yeah, nappy something. Yeah. It's called nappy something. If you're black, you apparently can say the word nappy. Um, yeah, she basically shaves all her ha- hair off and then people treat her weird, which is weird because she still looks gorgeous. So, fuck. Oh, I know. Who cares? <laughs> that chick oh. is gorgeous no matter what. She don't, oh, she don't have her hair. Oh, no. Like, she was hot and then they put that predator blade in her arms and AVP and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm done. Yeah, it just made you hotter. <laughs> the thing is, she was the one to survive. She was the one smart enough and she was the one throughout the whole movie being like, we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like the how this is yet another Predator movie that showcases like an attractive but intelligent woman, and you know that's her survival rate is because she's smart enough, mm-hmm. not because she's strong enough, but because she's smart enough. Oh, dude, she took and, some great blasts, like when she's hanging on the chair with the handcuffs and oh, the fucking explosion happened on the yeah. chair. She's all boom, 
fucking... Olivia Munn took some fucking bumps in this movie. But I heard <laughs> some did. rumors about this movie, about uh, the interviews. Yeah. When they interviewed... And, oh, yeah. And the they shit. talked about some supposed child molester that everybody had to work with. Olivia Munn was the only one that had balls enough to fucking answer. None of the guys did. Yeah. That's what I heard. I'm not sure if it's true. Yeah. You can check out the YouTubes for that one. I, I can only imagine. She's the only one that had the balls enough to say anything. I mean, I mean Thomas Jane, fucking Keel, fucking everybody backed the fuck off that question. Yeah. Well, I mean, because think about this. Supposedly, I'm not sure. I don't doubt it because I mean, if you ever seen her on Attack of the Show, man, she said some, said and did some fucked up shit mm -hmm. on that show. So basically, Olivia Munn has the biggest balls, probably in all of Hollywood. Well, maybe not bigger than Samuel Jackson's. That'd be tough. I don't know. Maybe he's humble now. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but no, she she did. I loved her in this fucking movie. I love her no matter what. But yeah. Um, there for a while, we were actually sending er, er, everybody in our uh, social circle or sending people uh, or sending each other like Olivia Munn picks every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, happy, happy Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> I did that to Stavro today, but then realized it was Wednesday. And so he had to hand me a picture of fucking Christina Ricci because she was Wednesday. Yeah. And I, the, the picture I picked was great. If you find it, it's a great pick. It's basically her looking all sexy in a refrigerator. The fact that she fit in the refrigerator, I was just like, oh, that makes you so hot. Oh, you're like a meal. <laughs> mm. oh, I'm just going to keep you in here until I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> it didn't take very long. It didn't take very long. I am a gluttonous piece of shit. <laughs> so. But overall, good movie. A couple aspects I didn't like, but there's aspects of every movie I don't like. So. Yeah, not every movie's perfect, you know. Like, And at least we got some entertainment value out of this film. Now you shut your mouth. Thor Ragnarok was perfect. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. So, I, they stole from Guardians, but um. <laughs> so I never got a chance to talk to you about this. I talked about it on the Gore Corner, so we've. Uh, but I never really got a chance to get your opinion on this. So now there's a lot of remakes that are being talked about in the rumor mill. Um, mentioning Jordan Peele, we'll get into his. Um, you shut your mouth. You better not even here, mention this fucking remake. Here in a minute. You are not mentioning this fucking here remake. Here in a minute. And, um, but there was another one that hit news like months ago, like a few months ago. And this movie is being put up this by... This is Theo's last podcast because I'm going to fucking kill him. This was uh, done or put out, uh, the press foot, or the press uh, stuff was actually put out by MGM, who does own the name. He does, they don't own the franchise, but they own the name. Now, the movie I'm talking about is the remake of Child's Play. And MGM, this is MGM's version of Child's Play. A buddy doll malfunctions because of some software that gets corrupted into its data and fucks with its AI. Now it's going to go on a killing spree to kill the, to kill the kid that, um, was, that he was purchased for and all his friends. So that's, that's dumb. That's the premise. How can like okay, they're gonna that's burn the, it like they did in the first one, so that's, and it's gonna come back. So that's the present or the premise of this movie. They took Chucky out of Child's Play. They did. Yeah, because Charles E. Ray possesses the body of a doll with the, his soul, and he's a serial killer, and that's why he runs around killing people because he's fucked up. He's a serial killer. A a fucking a reprogrammed. AI doll? That's not scary. 
Not really. That may scare millennials. Maybe. But it does not scare our generation. No. I mean... And the rest of humanity. I mean, we remember Chopping Mall, don't we, people? <laughs> That's the storyline of Chopping Mall, not Child's Play. It's just dumb. Oh, I thought you were going to mention another C word. Oh, I was getting pissed. Now, the... Um, now, I, I will say the one thing I was really just upset about seeing with this is that some of my favorite people are in this movie. Like, fucking, um, and she's currently doing the show Legion. And I was just super bummed out to see that she was even going to be attached to this film. And she also did the movie Life After, or Life After Beth. Um, which to me was really funny. Um, so if you ever, if you ever get a chance to, I think it's actually currently on Netflix now. Um, I originally saw it on, uh, I think I originally saw it on VOD. I just rented it. But, um, but Aubrey Plaza is fucking Andy's mom in this new movie. That makes it really hard because I like her. And just in case Stavro forgot who she is. I know who she is. Yeah. She's, she's tasty as fuck. I know. Too she's, bad she's a lesbian. I mean, she's basically Olivia Munn, but younger. <laughs> I know. She's totally... She's from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Bitch, you always got cursed at. Yeah, but she always got bleeped out every time she cussed. And then which, she was in Park and Rec, right? Yeah. As the April Ludgate. Mm -hmm. uh, she was like... Uh, yeah, she was fucking Chris Pratt's fucking love interest in the show. Um, I loved her fucking character in that show. So. <laughs> Chris Pratt's... The only episodes I saw Chris Pratt was going with, uh... Oh, where he was with, um, uh, fucking, uh... Well, Tasty-ass fucking... Yeah, what's-her-face, or what's-his-face's daughter? Um... Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones, yeah, Rashida Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently he has five daughters and one son. Really? Yeah, I was watching the biography on him. Do, do any of his other kids actually look black? <laughs> Not really. They got weird jeans. They got some weird jeans. Well, I mean, I don't think she's full. I think she's probably half. But she, she doesn't look any. She doesn't look. She looks zero percent. <laughs> Which I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing because I do love mulattoes. Yeah, I love mulattoes. I love sisters. I love everything about girls, women. Sisters. Period. It's black women. Okay. It's a strong black woman. Strong black. Woman. Actual black women, somebody not the actually, ones that think they're black. Somebody accused me of being that the other day. It's like, you're a strong black woman. You can take care of yourself. <laughs> I'd be so proud of that fucking statement. I kind of was. I was just so glad you didn't mention him. Oh, yeah. Oh, shut up. That movie. Oh, shut up. So, that's another one that Steve just can't handle. Now, is it because it's being remade by by somebody who did a movie you weren't Because into? people are saying his fucking name again. It's because the, you, know, you can't say it once, you can't say it twice. Three times ain't nice enough. Because you gotta say it five You know what happened the other night? Times. I was over at Mira's. Oh, God. She wrote that shit in the fucking bathroom I used on the mirror. Oh, no. In lipstick? No, oh. just in like pen marker, like, you know, like oh. erasable pen marker. Yeah. I looked in, I turned around, I'm washing my hands, and I was like, Motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't notice it when you walked into the bathroom. No, I didn't. I had to take a piss really bad because I was drunk. Oh, oh, that's why. Okay. So, first off, Jordan Peele's attached to it. Now, people say this is probably 
you know, I've, I've read a lot of people's opinions on this being very positive because he is getting to tell a, a black story about a, a black character who is now a, a spectral killer. And it's being told from a completely different and unique perspective. As opposed to the original, which was written by a dude from Liverpool, <laughs> Clyde Barker. I mean, who's probably one of the best horror writers ever. But, and I like his take. I like the original take on the it's, original. It's film. offensive. It's, it's truthful. That's what people would do to an interracial couple back then. Yeah, totally. And like, and I don't know if they just don't want to do that because they don't want to bring race into it, or I think they're. I think with Jordan Peele attached to the movie, I think it's going to be more, more so about it. And I think that's what's going to make people even more uncomfortable than Get Out made people, because uh, Get Out kind of sheds a lot of perfect, you know, a lot of general truths about people, you know, when they act, you know, the way they act around. Hey, other didn't people. Uh, Get Out stop black people from drinking tea? Drinking tea app. I, I can imagine it would. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't want to be fucking brain... I, I don't want to have my brain removed and replaced with a white guy. Fuck that. Uh, but I think the... Because th that movie really does kind of point out a lot of weird... You know, a lot of things that most people really don't notice. Because, like, you know, I mean... and I, You gotta love the one guy who's like, Oh, yeah, I've got black friends. Like, okay, but you know how to act around them. The same way you would act around anybody. Normally. <laughs> don't try to go out of your way to be the black guy for the black... You know, don't try to be that guy. Just be yourself. Be a normal dude. Um, so I think this new version of Candyman, if done right, will probably be more fucked up. You say his name one more time, I'm going to fucking punch you. It'll be more fucked up for a modern audience than the original one was. Because I think the original one's a little dated at this point. Well, that was the 90s. It was, what, 92? And not for people like us. I mean, we grew up in that time. We remember fucking Virginia Madsen's hot-ass fucking hair. Oh, uh, yes. Um, her hot-ass cloth hair. Uh-huh. Um, and the black chick turning purple. What black people actually fucking turn when they die. And so... Yeah, I think I think that remake will actually be cool. Oh. I don't like that they're remaking it. I don't like Bring Back My Nightmares. Essentially, I mean, who would they attach to it though? Because like Tony Todd was like, he was an independent actor. He he didn't really do a lot Will of Smith. mainstream. He didn't really do a lot of mainstream. Oh God, then it'll become kind of like. Um, Actually, no, that'd be a little different. Remember that, like, picture I came up with for the website a long time ago, Nightmare on, or the Fresh Prince of Elm Street? <laughs> Where I thought, like, maybe Will Say Smith... Say what you want about Will Smith, but he is the only motherfucker who's ever made a fucking rap song to the actual fucking beat of fucking Armored Elm Street. Yep. And, I mean, the guy that did Freddy's voice was a different dude, but... The Fat Boys tried. Yeah. Failed miserably. Fuck yeah. For all you rap friends or rap fucking fans, you don't know who that is, then I, you're not really a rap fan. Um, That's old school stuff. Yeah. It's not Curtis Blow old school, but it's still old school. Go listen to Pitbull and shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Um, uh, 
fucking um but yeah i think the um yeah i think the remake of that would be cool plus another really fucked up movie that they're remaking and i thought this was great huh pet fucking cemetery i know they've already got most of the cast it's gonna be so cool they've already started filming it's gonna be such a cool movie john lithgow they got me with john fucking lithgow yeah. I wrote down how. <laughs> oh, they have not the Trinity Killer, okay? Yeah. That's, that's going to be fucking scary. And John Lithgow is a seasoned actor. Such a great More actor. than seasoned, okay? <laughs> well, I, th- I think he's seasoning now because he's... Like, <laughs> seasoning. He's, he's, he's producing more season for the rest of the seasons. Oh, Jesus but I just want to see who they, they kind of cast for the rest of the characters. The kid, I remember the kid from that movie eventually annoyed us. Yeah. Not from that movie, but from other movies. Yeah, it was Like an... Nightmare on Elm Street 7. Oh, God. That was probably, and that's like one of my And that favorites. movie yeah. is the reason I don't trust fucking cats. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do not trust cats because of that fucking movie. Yeah, especially, you get that wrong light, you know. Outside. I don't like black hooks on a black person or a hook on a black person because of fucking Candyman. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it. Um, <laughs> and I don't like cats from Pet Cemetery. And I don't like kids from Pet Cemetery either because I think my kids going to come back alive and try to fucking kill me. Yeah, I think the um, and maybe that's why we haven't had kids. Uh, probably. We might be raising a gauge and that gauge might come back and kill us. Well, if you name and your kid, if you name your kid Gage, you deserve to fucking die. I love the fact that in Pet Cemetery, like the original Pet Cemetery, like the kid like is like biting the one old dude's neck, like he's just like munching on the fucking dude. He's like, Argh. every every time they try to do something scary in that movie with that kid, when you watch it now, see when we watch it back then, we were see we were kids. Of course, that shit was gonna freak us out. You watch that shit now though, it's super duper funny. Because it's real campy and shit. But you know what my favorite um, Pet cemetery thing was? Uh, part two with the Kurgan where he rips open his throat. Well, it's what he says. What? What did he say in that line? There's this line, one line he has in the movie that's really fucking great. It's when he's trying to get, um, he's trying to get uh, Edward Furlong to come over to him. And he's like, no brain, no pain. No brain, no pain. <laughs> and he's got the drill and shit, and he's like, he's like fucking, because he's like, because he's. That's ba- too. He's still good. Yeah, he's still like just he's taking out all the rat. He's like killing all those rabbits and shit, and it's like, uh, that whole movie. Well, was it was made years later in the nineties, where it was more grotesque horror. Yeah. Than, you know, your imagination horror. Like yeah. in the first one, it was Stephen King. It's definitely Stephen more, King leaves a lot to your imagination. Yeah, definitely more cerebral with the with the old school stuff. Except for the new It. <laughs> no. I was so glad when they let Georgie's fucking arm and you see it and suck. Yeah. Yes. Because that, that movie's like the perfect mix of like of psychological and blood and guts. It's like oh, I a know. perfect mix. Uh, so. Well, I'd like to see him remake The Langoliers and make it likable. <laughs> Yeah, or the stand. I didn't know. Mm. No, that was horrible. Yeah, I don't know if it was the '90s and they were into crows or something. I don't know. It's just it's not. And they were expecting to get Brandon Lee, but he died. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not what I. It's just not what I imagined when I read the book as a teenager. I just that's not what I pictured. 
that whole miniseries. Oh, he didn't like either of those. Stephen King didn't like The Stand, and he did not like it. He didn't like the original It? No, he did not. Wow. See, we at least liked that. Well, we were younger. Yeah, that's true. We were like 10 or 12 years old. Like, this is fucking scary. He's a grown-ass man who fucking wrote the shit. Yeah, that's true. And they didn't even fucking give him a cameo. That is true. There was no cameo. Mm-mm. Every movie he's ever been in, creep shows, everything. Everything he's ever written, done, cameo. Yeah, it basically does what Stan Lee do- is doing now. Yeah, Stan Lee completely like, oh, I'm going to just rip him off. <laughs> I'm the modern Stephen King. God, that man is rich. Yeah, he is. Fuck. So, if we haven't made you mad, well, then listen to this episode again very carefully. Watch Predator. Judge it for yourself. It's still funny. It's oh, still... Don't be it's, able- it's, it's very entertaining. Yeah. Just because the... It's re- very funny. It's not ruining your childhood. No. For, for us older fans, it's not ruining your childhood. So just go watch it. Quit being a bitch. Um, it's it's fun. You know, I thought it was fun. Or go see fucking Kevin Smith in Night School and be a faggot. Okay, I don't give a shit. Oh, the Goosebumps movie. No, it's like oh, one oh, where Kevin he has Smith. to go Night School. Kevin oh, Kevin Hart. Ke- I'm sorry. Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said Kevin Smith. I was like, my my brain automatically. But the next movies we should be reviewing should either be Venom and most definitely should be Venom. We're not sure, and Halloween. Yep, Uh, there are two main things happening here in Portland. So uh, check your calendars if you live locally. Um, First off, the Hollywood Theater, and I don't have the exact date, but you can check their Facebook page just to get the skinny on it. Uh, Queer Horror Presents Halloween H2O, which is the original version of the movie we're going to go see at the end of the month, because mm-hmm. um, it's the same thing, and yeah, but just not as good because we don't like Josh Hartnett not dying and you know LL, like LL Cool J not dying. That's and... bullshit. So anyway, Halloween H2O will be playing um, at the Hollywood Theater as. But part yet they of... killed off Dash Bridges' daughter. Go yeah. Forget. So. If you if you haven't seen Queer Horror yet, it's fucking great. It's hosted by Carla Rossi, who does an amazing job. Uh, Carla Rossi, of course, is our local Portland fucking drag clown, premier drag clown. Um, completely hilarious. And if you live in Oregon and the Washington County area, you should probably go see Evil Dead the Musical at the yep. Forest Grove Theater because we're going to go see it. It's going to be playing twice here, so um, I think it's this week. Um, it's going to be uh, playing at the Alberta Rose Theater in Southeast Portland, and I think the the weekend of the sixteenth or something like that. Um, it's going to be playing in, in Forest Grove at Theater at the Grove, which so, should be on for a couple weeks. Yeah, so we're getting a whole month month's worth from that production cast. So if you haven't seen it, it's a funny musical. Go check it out. Um, I just hope they cast better in this show than the one we saw. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see a different guy playing fucking Ash for sure. I mean, everybody else was great. but this Especially not, the redneck. Oh, yeah, he was fucking awesome. But just not Ash. So, anyway, uh, that's all we have for you today. Don't watch Predator. Don't watch Candyman because, well, like, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> I'll watch it. You'll fucking drag me to it drunk as shit, too. Yep. I'll call, I'll, I'll call you up and I'll be like, be my victim. And I'll be like, fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Later, bitches. Stay horrible, people. This has been...
Rotten Corpse Radio.